Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, everyone, and welcome to History Dweebs. I am Tim. Welcome to the podcast where we take a lighthearted look at the dark side of history. I am joined, as always, by my good friend Charles. Charles, are you there? I'm here, Timmy. I'm here. I'm happy to be here. And the lovely Brandy. Brandy, are you there? I am here, Timmy. No, no. Uh, The lovely Brandy. We're looking for the lovely Brandy. (laughs) Not, Not the devil hateful, pus-filled soul, Brandy. The lovely Brandy. You know, didn't, hey, you didn't, know we just, didn't we just get a review that said that somebody, he, li- he liked to hear himself talk? Uh, yeah, why would they, they have they, taken such a, little a shot much. at Jimmy like that? They, it was, they did use the pronoun he, so I don't know if they were talking about me or my good friend Charles, but we, uh, we both of us. speculate. We can only speculate at this point. I don't think it's a speculation at all. We did get a bad review. Uh, I know that's hard to believe, but uh, we did get a bad review. Uh, But anyway, today we're going to talk about the death of Yvette Vickers. Uh, Yvette Vickers was a B-movie actress in the 1950s. um, So, Blonde Bombshell, Colonel. I know you like Blonde Bombshells. I like any kind of blonde shell, Timmy. Red-headed blonde shells, brunette blonde shells, black-haired What's blonde a blonde shell? Bombshell. Bombshell. Blonde shells, bombshell. What does that mean exactly? What does what does bombshell mean, actually? It just means they got big breasts. It does. It looks breasts like torpedoes, Timmy. Ah, I see. So, torpedoes. Uh, Yvette was a uh, blonde bombshell. She played in the uh, uh, cult classic Attack of the 50-Foot Woman. And you know, there ain't nothing worse than an angry woman. And imagine one 50-foot tall, Timmy. I mean, it's worth Godzilla ran away from a 50-foot woman, Timmy. <laughs> Godzilla was Yeah, like, she breaks oh, no. that. You know, have you ever seen it? She breaks that. They have her tie down, some mad scientist <laughs> or something. <laughs> And she breaks, using her breasts, she breaks through the straps. Of course. Quality movie there. But anyway. If you've got those kind of breasts. You know, now, a 50-foot woman, imagine a badge on this woman, Timmy. Oh, my God. (laughs) But you know what? I'd give it a shot. I think I'm up for it, Timmy. I've I've written the book, and (laughs) my next book is going to be 
how to make love to a 10 foot and over woman, Timmy. <laughs> because you, you might need to work on that title. <laughs> they, yeah. Yeah, but that'd be quite the. You could just crawl right in, that, but you know it'd be easier to find the G spot that way, Timmy, because you could put one of those snorkeling hats on, get you a GPS, and then well, just you know, crawl the, in there. I feel like this is enough Colonel time. Well, you know, if that was a a fifty foot woman had a had a baby, she would actually have an adult. <laughs> she would. That'd be one of those yeah. babies too. Anyway, let's let let me introduce our panel. So before well, we get wait, started, would you get do like a chainsaw to oh give a C section to me? <laughs> Enough. We'll have plenty of time, Colonel, to talk about uh, Amazon women. Just just give me a second to introduce I, you. you. Know I, want, I like my women big, Timmy. I like my I, women big. I know, I know, Colonel. Um, I'm I sure want to remind. Wife is tickled to death to hear that. <laughs> well, you know, oh. our girl Tasha Banks. She's six foot tall, Timmy. Oh yeah, yeah, She's she six is tall. Foot tall. That is that is six foot of beauty right there, Timmy. Yeah, but you don't want to play her one on one basketball. Well, I think I could beat her. <laughs> let, let me let me remind everyone that we are a comedy podcast and we use adult language. And sometimes people find may be offended by some of the language that Brandy uses. So we would like to suggest if you if you if adult uh, language offends you, then Just we hit would the like fucking to. Door. If it offends you, then hit the fucking door. Stay locked up in your house. The coronavirus won't get you. If they, if it offends you, nobody wants to be around you anyway. So just <laughs> let me stay home. let let me introduce a lady who is known throughout the land as Brandy the Benevolent. Who, by the way, Colonel. People on our Facebook page or Facebook group, History Dweebs, the podcast, demand more brandy time. <laughs> sometimes, I find. sometimes you got to protect people from themselves, Timmy. <laughs> you know, I do. And you this know, country is not I, known I, for its good choices, Timmy. That's all I'm saying. Well, <laughs> I think it was more like the Iowa caucus that poll, but it was. Yeah. Let, let me introduce a lady who is known throughout the land as Brandy the Benevolent, a lady who is known for her, um, well, I don't know. Perfect. Her, magi- her Majesty, Queen Brandy the First. How are you day- today, Brandy, if at all? I'm all right, Timmy. Still fighting this sinus thing, but it's a beautiful day outside, and, you know, I'm I'm with all of my favorite people. And you too. So I mean, it's I'm good, hanging in there. Are you recovering, mm-hmm. Devil? Is your illness going away? I've got to you... go. I, I have to go Tuesday to see the the ENT, and he'll probably you know stick a hose up my nose or something and flush it out. Who knows? Will you up your nose zero? with a rubber hose? Were you yes. patient zero in the coronavirus? I absolutely was not. But thank you for that distinction. I had absolutely t- not. I've Are you had still a wearing virus boots? Before. Yeah, that one sucks. That Are one you sucks. still wearing boots, Brandy? No, no, I I'm not wearing my boot anymore. Um, yeah, not wearing my boot anymore. And so I'm, you know, but I am wearing tennis shoes. So I'm sure the the um, you know wardrobe police at work will 
will say something because that's what they do. Well, I'm wearing, I'm wearing tennis Chuck, shoes. And Chuck, Chuck thought you were quite attractive in your. He likes medical supplies. Anytime you have to use medical evidently. supplies, it's good. I, 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 on for I bet a catheter saw, really gets him going. And it's it's <laughs> you know it's it's a little personal, but colostomy bag. We're all friends. But when you walk by my office, Devil, I get a boot boner. A boot boner. Boot boner. Yeah, I get a boot boner. Boot. So you might want to give him that I, I, I like boot, me a, boot after you. I like me a woman who can't run fast, Timmy. I, I understand, well, Colonel. With or without the boot, I'm not, you know, winning a, winning any sprint races. So, But no, every everything's good. It's, you know, we're, well, you know. Hanging in there, waiting on spring. Well, that was quite the brandy time, Colonel. Quite unenlightening. <laughs> brandy, let me introduce a man who is uh, inspiration to, well, the podcasting oh, world. He's, uh, he's known as the most dangerous man in podcasting today. He is not. He is, he... He really brings, uh, when he was born, he brought with him a, a new age of enlightenment, Brandy. A man I'm, who... I'm like man Andrew who, Yang. Andrew Yang talked about the fourth great revolution, Timmy. You are a Yang. You really and are. I, and I am that fourth great revolution, Timmy. I fourth see. Grade, the fourth great revolution. Yes, <laughs> fourth, you are. Yeah. Yes, you are. A man who has been called an oasis, Brandy, in the in the desert of despair. He is not. He has been uh, described. Oh, well, really, I'm, he, let me let me just introduce him, and he can tell you all about it himself. I'm sure he will. The the, the honorable, the Reverend Colonel Charles Beauregard Hawk Walters the Third, affectionately known as the Southern Gentleman. How are you today, Colonel? I'm not good, Timmy. And there it is. I'm not good. <laughs> what's 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 wrong, Colonel? What's Unburden you yourself. I'm pretty sure the coronavirus. A year from now, you know, after the thinning of the herd, the great culling, mm -hmm. people are going to be listening and say, "Oh, the Colonel predicted it. The coronavirus is going to get us, Timmy. It's going to so get you're us." Con you're concerned that it's going to be a pandemic. It's already I'm out in sure. California. Wait Timmy. a minute. I'm not sure how it's going to get either one of you because neither one of you leave your office or your homes. That's not true. I'm going to South Carolina this week. Yeah. Well, well it, yeah. But, he, you know. Well, people I think always, I, I think, Colonel, I'm, I think I can take back Fort Sumner. I have a plan. I, and you I, take it back. <laughs> I, I, I have a plan. Back. Yes. I, I've got you know, Leanne I, with me and she's going to help me. Yeah, Take see that's her. that's where you're going wrong, Timmy. I'm just telling you, you're taking that girl with you, and it would not surprise me if next week, you know, because Leanne's very sweet and she's she has this way of getting people to follow her and go along with her, Timmy. Mm -hmm. So if next week I hear about South Carolina seceding from the Union again. See, and trying to join might, up. She might get him to hook back up with Britain, Timmy. So, so you think she might be a double agent? Oh, I think she's I think she's a quadruple agent, Timmy. I will keep my eye on her. So what else, Colonel? What else is going on with you? Uh, it's cold and my bones hurt. And, you know, normally this stuff doesn't worry me, Timmy, but 
the coronavirus is is killing old people, Timmy. Now that just I, seems mean of a virus. Well, you know, that used to be when you know, when there was a flu and it'd say, Oh, you know, it's killing old people and they're like, oh, okay, you know, babies are old people, right? So what do I care really? But now, Colonel, we're getting at that age where right? we gotta be concerned about that. We gotta be now you're yeah. old people. Uh, exactly. Uh, our privilege yeah. is working against us, Timmy. Apparently. Yeah, apparently well, being a being a what, part of the the great patriarchy, Timmy is gonna, is not not on our side in this one. It's all fun and now, games till there's a pandemic, Timmy. <laughs> That's very true. Now, Colonel, are you done editing your book? How to make love? I'm to still a woman? working. He's on a best sell- He's going to be a best selling author, Brandy. We have yeah, to edit. He's really not. I'm still working on it. We've had title issues, and then my editor quit. So, well, people so. seem to like all no, no. your names. That did you not gave just to- quit. Did not just quit. Ripped his eyes out. Yeah, yeah. There's a do not disclose. I cannot discuss it to me. Yeah, uh, ripped uh, his uh, own eyes out from reading that book. Was he upset at the names it, you had for? It penis? was a she, devil. Oh, you sexist she. woman. Why couldn't an editor possibly be a woman? See, you automatically say it must be a he because it's a person in power. But it was a she, devil. Is that it? It was a she, yeah. So how about that, Miss Sexist Little Tart? <laughs> uh-huh. uh-huh. All right. All right. Let's talk about the Although I do appreciate picture. being called a tart. Thank you. Well, Brandy, that brings it. Well, since you opened that door. Yeah. Uh, right. <laughs> have you heard from your economics professor lately? <laughs> well, she she you brought it up. You did no, open that you did open that line of questioning by I absolutely did not. Uh taught was mentioned, devil. And not in uh-huh. the pastry way. Mm. Mm. Let's talk about Yvette yeah. Vickers. The death of okay. any famous a death of any famous actor or actress is always a sad occasion for many film fans, whether it's a big mainstream star or a popular cult uh, name. Who do you have in the death pool, Colonel, this year? Um, Rock Hudson, Timmy. Rock Hudson. <laughs> Isn't he already dead? Oh, God damn it. Not The Rock. The Rock's dead? Uh, Not The Rock. Rock Hudson. Anyway. I got my people mixed up, I think. Uh, Okay. Nothing could be worse than the tragic death of a mysterious in mysterious circumstances surrounding the death of one Yvette Vickers. Yvette Vickers found her cult spurs. You like that, Colonel? How I said it? Right, her cult spurs. You, I mean, you just started this one off. Don't it's be like, me, Tim. It's like, Timmy, it's like being the leadoff hitter and hitting a home run the first pitch of the game, Timmy. Like Ricky Henderson. Yeah, kinda. just jacking one up into the upper deck first, <laughs> first row. <laughs> so Yvette Vickers found her cult spurs in the 50s as star of several popular low-budget science science fiction films. Although uh, more talented than most of the blonde bombshells of that era, she could not escape her B-movie typecasting and despite coming extremely close, failed to obtain the major film stardom 
she was capable of achieving. She was actually a very good actress, but uh, she got typecast in these B movies. I know, Colonel, you've been typecast before in your I life. Yeah, as a savior, savior, a, the romantic lead who can always come in and and soothe the woman and and really bring a sexual healing to the woman, Timmy. Well, that's a great burden I know you have, Colonel, of being the always being a you know the 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 burden you have as a stereotype of the man who can come in and sexually satisfy a wilderness. Pretty much, yeah, yeah, and it's not <laughs> it's not easy. It's not easy being a colonel, Timmy. It's not easy. Oh maybe that God. maybe that that should be the name of your autobiography, Colonel. It's not <laughs> easy. It's not easy it's being not- a colonel. Well, branching out into other areas of entertainment um, did not prevent Yvette, uh, her minor film status, from uh, falling into obscurity. And as such, her sad and lonely death illustrates only too well the creepy downside of Hollywood, Brandy. Mm -hmm. All right. So, born Lola Yvette Van Veter... In Kansas City, Missouri. You ever been Hold to on, Kansas Timmy. City? I've been there. Hold on. You mentioned Lola to me, so I got to bust one out. Okay. My boys, the kinks. Lola. L-O-L-A, Lola. That was my British accent, Timmy. I like that, Colonel. That was about a trans uh, sexual, well, right? I'm not dumb, but I can't understand why she walk like a woman but talk like a man. Oh, my Lola. Oh my Transgender, gosh. I guess. Lo, 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 lo. Yeah. I think the proper, I said transsexual. I think it's transgender now, right? That's the proper. No, term. I think she was, I think Lola was a, uh, uh, she was, Lola was a drag queen, Timmy. Okay. So what's the proper, transvestite? I mean, what's the proper. Transvestite would be. Okay. Yeah. We don't want to. I mean, this was. Yeah, okay. We, so are, anyway, we don't want to be politically incorrect no, on this page, Timmy, on this no, podcast. We, don't. we do not, no. We love all of our brothers and sisters. Uh, but anyway, uh, she was born in Kansas City on uh, August 26, 1936. Yvette moved to California with her family. She came from a very uh, talented uh, family. Her, uh, when she, she moved to California with her family when she was six months old. And her parents began working as musicians as she was touring with both of them from birth. They were uh, they were into jazz and stuff. Um, she came from a musical background. Both her parents were successful recording office off recording artists. So, Colonel, have you ever uh, you have any CDs by uh, Chuck Vetter? He was the I do actually I. Chuck Vetter, me and Robert Goulet uh, formed a trio one time, Timmy. I see. Robert Goulet. Yeah, we did some love (laughs) songs, Timmy. I see. Robert Goulet could drop some panties, Brandy. Actually, that was the name of the title. (laughs) Dropping panties. That's what we called it. Songs to drop panties by. I'm going to have to look uh, on iTunes for that one, Colonel. Oh, it's a top seller, Timmy. I bet it is. Anyway, Yvette's father, Charles Van Vetter, was, uh, as I said, a uh, saxophone player, formed with uh, formed the Chuck Vetter Trio. So, check him out on YouTube. 
Yeah, and you know uh, what his grandson went on to do? Went on to form no. Pearl Jam, Timmy. I don't think that's the case, but maybe we'll go with that. Uh, the group specialized in rock and roll and jazz instrumentals. Her mother, Maria, had carved out as a career as a concert penis colonel. Well, pianist. <laughs> penis. She, she, was, she, was, she was just a tiny little penis, Timmy. <laughs> but she played in, But she was in concert with it. <laughs> yeah, but but she, but her fingers were magic, Timmy. Being the daughter of two uh, successful musicians, she gave a her strong appreciation. Uh, gave her a strong appreciation of jazz. Yvette had a happy childhood, but spent much of the time on the road. During her youth, uh, Yvette traveled with her parents to various um, gigs that they had. They performed their music. Following uh, an education at a Catholic high school. Oh, Colonel, I bet she had those little Catholic skirts on, you think? You know, those only look good on... Oh, my God. No, I see them in porn. I see them in porn a lot. There's Catholic school porn. But you really got to be 40 to pull that off without being really creepy, Timmy. <laughs> you mean the woman's the... got to be 40. Oh, the woman. Okay, the woman. Yeah. Okay. You get a woman because I ain't, I I ain't wanting people to think that I'm sitting outside Catholic schools, you know, with my no, 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 trench but, coat but, on, but but they do there's a lot of porn around that. There is and and I don't really you would now see. You would think priests would look at that kind of porn. I don't know if there's a big market for priest porn, but uh, <laughs> priest porn. As, <laughs> I don't remember seeing Jesus. that as a category. On... And Pornhub, yeah. Oh yeah, people like the guys with the collars because oh, women think that they're a forbidden fruit. To me, you know how women are. They gotta have whatever you tell them they can't have. That's what they gotta have, Timmy. So, Brandy, do you find the man of the cloth uh, sexual arousing to you? No. What's your fantasy, Brandy? I mean, I mean, not 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 to get too. I mean, not to talk about specifics, but like, you know, cowboys or. Uh, no, it's actually that we could get rodeo a clowns? podcast without diving into Chuck's bullshit. Do you have a thing about rodeo Clearly, clowns? That's exactly level? what it is. No, clowns are scary. Economic yeah, professors. I think she's no, ta- mm-hmm. she, she's attracted to intelligent men, Colonel. That's why she's on this podcast. Well, it probably is, and that's why it work every once in a while. She'll touch me inappropriately. I but, do not. Um, actually, I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, Charles. The only time I really touch you is to hit you. Well, well you bit, you you bit know, me one time, too. Well, the one time, but you took my Pop-Tart. So, yeah. I mean, I don't know if that you want That was fair enough. I had that coming. You did. You did. All right. So, anyway, uh, Yvette uh, went to Catholic schools. What else did she do? Oh, she studied journalism in college. Uh, and that was back she went before to, the internet. After that, journalist majors, you might as well just throw it away to me. Right. All you're going to do is have a blog in your basement, and nobody's going to read it. Yeah. Well, she switched majors uh, to uh, theater and art. She went to UC, uh, she went to uh, UCLA, and despite having a, a good singing voice, um, she decided not to follow 
her parents' footsteps, at least right away, and she opted for an acting career instead of a career in as a singer. Uh, while at UCLA, go Bruins, she took a class in acting and discovered that she enjoyed it, so she changed her major to drama, as I said. She began making television commercials. And um, she acted in variety reviews and an occasional Broadway show. Brandy, your thoughts on that? Good for her. What else happened to her, Brandy? Well, let me tell you all about her. So, in her early life, let's see. Oh, she had success. Okay. Oh, for fuck's so, sake, you don't even know where we're at in the script. Could you pay attention? No, you don't. I, I heard I you. Do. Timmy and I know when you're groping and searching, devil. We've been working no. so too long. Timmy, was that unprofessional? It really was, Brandy. Maybe you should have measured in theater. Uh, because one thing they teach you at UCLA, of course, the colonel and I studied at the Somme. We did? And one thing they, yeah. They, one Neither thing one they, of you can even say that or spell that. <laughs> S-O-M-M-E? Apostrophe. Anyway, yeah, exactly. So, we, hey, listen. We studied on the, we, the left bank Shh. in Paris. Linda, huh? Linda. Smoke, smoke cigarettes, smoke cigarettes, yeah. drank coffee. We had little berets. War beret. Yeah, we did. Yes. We, we did right. have berets. So, what do they teach you there, Timmy? Hit your well, goddamn uh, mark. Hit your goddamn mark, devil. They they taught us to read the script. And to read the script, yeah. And okay. uh, I still Linda. have my beret. Thank of you. Of course you do. Linda. I got a raspberry beret, devil. Yvette. <laughs> the no. kind you find. Hit me, hit me with do not Hit me with a little prayer. I me a raspberry beret. Don't do that. Don't. The kind you find in a second hand store. Raspberry beret. And when I record, I don't wear much more. How you like that one, devil? Nah, I Boy, that I mean, I mean, he could he can just do that on a dime, Randy. He does. He doesn't. Yes. No, no prep or anything. He can just sing. What? He's a regular no chariot. No way. <laughs> He's a regular. He, I think we're going to have to call you Mr. Karaoke from now on, Colonel. I'm really the All 50 right. cent of my time, Timmy. You really are. Yeah. You're 35 cent. I'm 35. He's a dime. <laughs> He's a dime bag. All right. Oh, I've you, been called a dime before, devil. Yeah. So, can, Yvette. Can you buy, buy Yvette, dime bags anymore? No. Hmm. You can't? So, no. Can't, no? They don't. They don't measure them that way anymore. They don't. Damn, it's really disappointing. No, they go by grams I've heard. now. They're, it's real. It's a back in our day. It was kind of yeah. you know like the honor system is like, no nah, man, you yeah. got skinny fingers. I said two fingers, not two of your skinny ass yeah. fingers. I want two of Bobby's fat fingers. So nickel now you could you could buy a nickel bag for five bucks, right? Nickel dime quarter. Yeah. 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 Now everybody's got scales, and it's all about grams and. Yeah, kids uh, these it's, days it's a fuck, fuck a metric system is what it is. It is. All right, are you ready? Yes, I'm ready. You've, if you're ready, Yvette, the question is: Were you ready? Uh, you weren't ready. Yvette <laughs> <laughs> later girl. moved. Yvette later moved to New York City to model. New York for City. My, New York City for to <laughs> model for my favorite high school shampoo, White Rain. Ooh. While in New York, you get that coke. Nova- you know, you get that coconut uh, flavored or whatever it is. 
Not flavored. It's but not you know flavored. Right. Yeah. Scented. Yeah. 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 I like that. Okay. Um, you put that on she, your body parts all over, you know, up on, you put it on your head, of course, but you can put it other places too, Colonel. It'll smell really nice. Oh, really you can. Nice. Women okay. go crazy. Little white While rain. York, women just drop to their knees. Victors <laughs> acted, Vickers acted in uh, a variety of reviews and occasional Broadway shows, but Yvette soon grew tired of the Big Apple and returned to Hollywood to pursue a motion picture career. Her first movie appearance is listed under the name Yvette Vetter in Sunset Boulevard in 1950, Ooh. although she was not listed in the production credits. So she was uh, star. She was there with what was the uh, uh, Vivian was Lee? The, yeah, yeah, but what Marlon was the Brando. name? But what was the name of the character in that? What Sunset Boulevard? Stella. Oh, oh, Stella. oh, it's oh, a, oh it's yeah. It's the one no, that the Carol, Carol Burnett made fun of, right? Yeah. Oh, the, oh, Nora Desmond. Nora Desmond. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I love Nora Desmond. That's what one of my friends Max. looks like when she's stoned. And Max, she looks just like Nora Desmond. Uh, let's see. Um, Yvette made her first movie appearance under the Vickers name in Shortcut to Hell, a instant classic that was made in 1957 and directed by James Cagney. Should be the name of this podcast, actually. Yeah. In the same year, she starred in American International Pictures Reform School Girl. Ooh. Ooh. Her image was used for the movie's theatrical poster and depicted, depicted her and fellow actress Gloria Castillo fighting each other. Ooh, the that's hot, is, Colonel. Uh, so the, the poster's been subsequently uh, a collector's item. It's become a collector's item among film buffs. Despite her marginal success as an actress... Yvette had difficulty finding true love. She often ended up with men who were either abusive, unfaithful, or both. Assholes. Well, yeah. yeah. It sounds in like 19... she made poor choices. She did. In 1953, Vickers married jazz bassist Don Prell. But the marriage didn't last long. Prell was on the road a lot and had numerous affairs during their short marriage. I think, it's because, I think it's because he, it was just, he, she advertised for White Rain, and his last name was Prell. I yeah. think that was a problem. Colonel. Exactly. You think so? Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah fundamental difference. Do they even make they, the Prell anymore? Because that was a good know. shampoo. Yeah. It yeah, was green. Do. It was green, wasn't it? Yeah. Yes, and they they still do make the Prell. And you only needed a little pearl-sized drop in your hand. Remember that? Yeah. yeah. Put a little yeah. pearl-sized drop in there. Well, I'm telling you right now, there was nothing better in life. There were two... There were two hairsprays in the 80s and 90s, White Rain and Aquanet. Oh, Aquanet. Was Aquanet, Aquanet, yeah. 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 You could two, actually, you could you actually, that would be pretty flammable. But you could build a house out of straw and Aquanet. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Now, to burn to the ground with the first spark, but. You know, so right. last you couldn't long. smoke in that house, right? Yeah. Man, that's what you. That's what you. If you had invested heavily in uh, hairspray in the eighties, you would have been a billionaire. In 90s. Yeah. Oh yeah. Been rich. All right. So the couple separated in nineteen fifty five and divorced in nineteen fifty seven, and it was around this time that Yvette decided to put her love life on hold and focus on her acting career, such as it was. Making a permanent move to Hollywood, she finally made her official film debut after being picked for a leading role by James Cagney, 
Um, we already talked about Shortcut to Hell, but the film flopped at the box office. Well, James Cagney, when I think of James Cagney, I think of uh, Edgar G. Cagney Robinson. And Lacey. And no, I... Colonel, do Wait. a little Edgar G. Robinson for us. Oh. No care, coppers. <laughs> you never take me alive, coppers. Look, Mama, you know, Mama. Remember it, right at the end of Public Enemy. Mama, don't let your babies grow up to be cowboys. Or whatever <laughs> he think, said there. He gave I a long, touching speech to his mama as he was dying. Mama, I think that was I think that was Waylon Jennings. Girl. Oh, okay, yeah. That was, yeah. Yeah, he probably did it, too. All right, so Vickers slowly worked away from bit parts to leading roles in low-budget movies. A beautiful, a beautiful blonde with a lovely round face and expressive blue eyes, she was 5'3 and weighed 105 pounds. She was ideal for girl-next-door parts that may have been a tad out of place in the 50s when most young men were drooling at Marilyn Monroe and Jane Mansfield. Well... Shortly after her divorce in 1957, Yvette secured her cult status in the science fiction classic Attack of the 50-Foot Woman. Oh, here we go, Colonel. Uh, Amazon. Attack. It starred the equal, equally statuesque Allison Hayes in oh. the title role. As playing Honey Parker, <laughs> the voluptuous we, mistress of the lead character's voluptuous. husband, Vickers holds her own despite being literally overshadowed by her towering co-star. The film's storyline concerns the plight of a wealthy heiress, played by Allison Hayes, whose close encounters with an enormous alien in his round spacecraft causes her to grow into a giantess, complicating her marriage already troubled by a philandering husband. Well, it seemed like that would not complicate it. It seemed like that would put, you know, if you're 50 feet tall, you could pretty much uh, dictate what happens in your marriage. Well, you could dictate what what happens. You know, Timmy, here's now this is for a 50 foot woman. This is what I call this is a trick when you got a really large woman. It's called the slip and slide, Timmy. All right. Now, what oh. you do is what? you uh, is you, you soak down, oh. you, you soak down the clitoral area. Right. Uh, uh, and then you, you just get, get a good wait, run. Wait. Why do you get like a garden hose? A garden hose, yeah. You get a garden hose, some vegetable oil. (laughs) And then you have them laid down to me. And then you get a good running start from the belly button. And then just when you hit down there, you just dive and slide right across it. Perfect. It's called the slip and slide. If I ever run into a 50-foot woman, I'll keep that in mind, Colonel. The movie, The Attack of the 50-Foot Woman, was a modest success in 1958 when it was released. With its low budget of around $88,000, Attack of the 50-Foot Woman made enough money to prompt a discussion of a sequel. However, unfortunately, a sequel never materialized. Damn. The movie gained appreciation with a new generation of film fans in the 1980s and is now considered a cult classic. As we mentioned before, the movie poster was sold, has sold millions of copies and is now considered a collector's item. Mm. Yvette Vickers consolidated her B-movie bad girl image with the equally hilarious Attack of the Giant Leeches in 1959. Now, now that was a classic, Colonel. You have to admit that was Oh, a that was a scary film. one. That is not one for the children, Timmy. No, you should that's have true. to be uh, That's that's why they came out with the PG-17 rating cuz that was so goddamn scary. Well, Kids yeah. were just Giant Giant Leeches. 
It's, it's yeah, scary. so so lifelike. Now I wonder uh, how you get a. Uh, how does a woman who who just okay, you're fifty feet. Imagine this. Just the logistics of this. Okay, you're fifty foot tall. Oh my god. So other, you know, and this is back before the colonel's time, so you can't really call the colonel and say, hey, I know you can handle any situation. So this woman basically in a situation where she got a pleasure herself. Uh-huh. Where do you find the vibrator for a 50-foot woman? What does that even look like? <laughs> He's got a point, Brandy. He's got a point. And Lord knows I mean, do you think be around it's the top of her. his head. Do you, you think it was just a washing machine? Like she just got bought a washing machine and a bunch of extension cords and just <laughs> kept it on his head. I mean, Colonel, what do you do? Colonel, you wouldn't want to be around her five days out of the month. Oh, no, you would not. No, you would not. <laughs> okay. Look like the so Texas the movie, Chainsaw Massacre. Up here. There's, there's hey. not enough Reese cups, Colonel. <laughs> Reese cups. Hey. The movie Attack of the Giant Leeches. Oh, for fuck's sake! Really? That's what got you, Reese cups? Because that joke has never been made. No, because I mean that's how Louisville was lost. She yeah. just she just woke up. Couldn't find enough chocolate, and she just stomped all Louisville out. <laughs> what what is it that I is there something in chocolate that soothes? Like you know how on the Wolf Man it says music soothes a savage beast. Is there something in in chocolate, Devil? Is there something in the chocolate, or is it just the feeling of being orally satisfied by the taste of the chocolate? No, there's definitely something in the chocolate. Okay, so it definitely. can't be... So just a donut won't do. Well, if it's a chocolate donut. A chocolate donut. Okay, anything chocolate, Duh. basically. Yes. Chocolate okay. ice cream. I think, I think it's just an, I think it's just an excuse to eat chocolate myself. Oh, it is. It's like being pregnant five days a month. Well, I'm eating <sighs> for two here, me and my period. So... <laughs> And, you know, you know here's, they're in a position where you don't thing. want to say anything to them because they shank you, Timmy. Here's the thing. Well, they're 50 I foot would, tall. They can no. step on you. <laughs> yeah, they will. You know what? Here's the thing. I would challenge either one of you to walk around and for five days out of the month have blood dripping out of your peckers and see how you handle it. Well, you know. As, I would challenge either one of you to do that. I as, think I would handle it with grace. I think. Timmy would you wouldn't I, handle it with grace. As my wise you would, you would cry. You as, would cry. As my now, wise granddaddy can we once talk told about me the attack devil. of the giant well, leeches. Well, first of all, Brandy, you're assuming we don't walk around with blood on our penis. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You don't know what's dripping out of my penis. You don't you know should. that. <laughs> you should, yeah. All right. Here's my, here's what my granddaddy told me, devil. Here's what oh my granddaddy my and this is this is advice. Never, never mess with anything that can bleed for six or seven days and not die. Okay. Yes, he, he was a wise man, Colonel. He was a wise mm-hmm. man. They can bleed for seven days and not die. You just leave them alone. Is this the guy? Is this the granddad that died oh. in the sanitarium? It was. It was. Uh, okay. All right. Go Brandy. ahead, Brandy. All right. Okay. Madness Thank and you. genius thin line to me. I wonder okay. if they're going to start opening uh, coronavirus sanitariums. That might be something to invest in, Colonel. Uh, you know, there's money to be made in this coronavirus, Timmy. There's money you know to be that, made. You know, they put people in caves. You know, um, 
uh, Mammoth Cave here in Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Do I need to be here? They put no. They used to put people at TB in there. They they put them in a fucking cave. <laughs> well, they should. Well, that's how you know my 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 stepdad. This ain't no no lie. He he came really from so deep I? in the mountains in Tennessee, and then the tuberculosis, the consumption started getting passed around. That they sent him to Cincinnati when he was seventeen years old. This is a true story. 17 years of life, Timmy. I know, and I've already lost interest in it. He had never seen two things, two things that struck him. Uh A loaf of bread for sale. A loaf of bread for sale. 17 years, he'd never seen a black person, Timmy. Can you, I mean, that's how I lived. Yeah, they were so isolated down in the hills of Tennessee. Once every six or seven months, they go into the town. There was Oneida, but they were way outside the town. And and he told me that. He said, you know, uh, we I'd never seen anybody outside of a white person until mm. I came to Cincinnati. Not much diversity there. Isn't Not, that down in where's Where is it in Kentucky that they have the people who are blue? You know what I mean talking about, Brandon? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's some sort yeah. of condition, right? I mean, it's some sort of. Yes. It's from getting too much copper in you. Mm. It's down in Copper Line, Kentucky, to me. It is. Shut up. No, it is from getting That's too much copper. Shit. It, the, the blue is from yeah, getting too much copper. Yeah, but there's no copper. such Copper Line, Kentucky. Shut up. James Taylor sang Good about Lord. it. Good Lord. Copper Line. Oh, well, if James Taylor sang her about yeah. it, then, you know, must be it. He's seen fire and he's seen rain, so I'm sure he's seen Copperville, <laughs> Kentucky. <laughs> now. Okay, let's, since you bring that up, Brandy. What's oh. the, what the fuck is that song about? Is it? I've heard it's about his girlfriend who died in a plane crash. I heard it was. No, that's was it. that's fire and rain. But she just killed herself. To me. I just she said that. I just said that. For it's about fuck's her sake. Her girlfriend. Yes, I don't care. Girlfriend. She killed herself. And I can't stress enough how much I don't care. Well, I he don't said, you care. know, he, t- he makes who cares? reference. He makes reference about a plane in in song. Because he was um, he was in a band, Timmy. Uh, called the flying machine. So uh, he was he was in the sanitarium. He was in the psych ward when he wrote that song, Timmy. And sweet dreams and flying machines and pieces on the ground meant that his band was breaking up. Oh, uh, okay. Thank you, Colonel. You're the voice of reason. Well, the Brandy, devil didn't know that one. I wish she would. I wish she would get on with the script because yeah. our listeners here want to know the story. Yeah, they want to know the story. Well, they don't want to hear a bunch of talking nonsense. Now, just get on with the devil. Let's go. The line of bullshit that Chuck just fed us all. All right, let's see. That's here. a true story. I so think she's it is. In, right. <sighs> I think it is. So right. she's in. Oh my God! I don't care. James Taylor has nothing to do. Well, no, with this I big booby chick. I don't know. So that part I want to talk Taylor about the attack was, of the giant I'm talking, leeches. I'm talking about the. I want to talk about attack Kentucky. of the giant leeches. There's no such place as Copper Line, Kentucky. <laughs> Continue, Brandon. Now, thank you, baby Jesus. All right, so Attack of the Giant Leeches came out in 1959. Great year. The movie is set. Mm, the movie is set in the Florida Everglades. Where a pair of larger than human son of a bitch, where'd it go? You lost are. it again. You still no, I got missed it. It your came mark. back up. We no, gave. We were stalling for you, Brandy, to give you time to get oh your shit together by talking about Copperline, Kentucky. Yeah, and that doesn't I, exist. I, listen, listen, Linda. 
So these these uh, pair of larger than human intelligent leeches that live in an underwater cave. Well, I'm sure they it's were like very the two of you. We are leeches. Yes, they begin dragging locals down to their cave where they slowly feed on them, mm. draining their victims of blood. Mm. This time, Yvette had the leading female role as she played Liz Walker, a Florida vixen that a Florida vixen who is killed by the giant leeches after she cheats on her husband. Well, see, that's that's a lesson. That's a moral lesson there, Brandy. If you're a vixen, okay. If you're a vixen, you run the risk of being eaten by giant leeches. Yes, you do. The film was low-budget and independently produced, Get Out of Town, and was shot over eight days in 1958. To help promote the film, Yvette reluctantly agreed to appear as Playboy's Playmate of the Month in, July, in the July 1959 issue. In addition to Playboy, she... Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. Appeared nude in several other men's magazines during this time. Yvette would later claim she didn't make any money on these promotional shoots and only made scale wages for her work in the movie. In all, Yvette earned less than $300 for her work in the film. In That's 1959, Yvette married Leonard Burns, but the marriage did not even last a year. Leonard had a drinking problem and became very emotionally and physically abusive. It takes a lot of balls to be abusive to a 54 woman. You ain't kidding. Right. Especially Despite, uh, if she's a leech. It takes a lot of alcohol to think, she's I can take that one on. Despite the recognition Yvette was receiving for her roles in popular B-movies, she wasn't happy. Well, she wanted she to be made taken $300. seriously. Who in the fuck would be happy with that? <laughs> You think <laughs> being true. you think she, being fifty foot tall, she could demand yeah. a little bit more higher salary. How much do you, you think you had to unfold that centerfold for a fifty foot naked woman, Timmy? <laughs> you'd oh, have to wow. you'd have to start at one end of the block and just right. keep unrolling the pages, Timmy. You know what? Here's the thing: 
here's the thing, and I hate to do this to you, mm-hmm. but you're both fucking idiots because she wasn't the 50-foot woman. She was the smaller woman, and it was her co-star that was the 50-foot woman. I so, I think that would be attractive. I think 50-foot tall woman would be attractive. I, unless, I, I like tall unless she's women, ugly, too. of course. <laughs> she's ugly. All right. Amazon. Yvette, Yvette Amazon porn. more... Okay. Yvette desired more serious and satisfying roles. She worked oh, Colonel, especially the when they, early 1960s. especially when they wear those big heels, make them oh, even yeah. taller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right uh, when you, uh, right where you're at breast level, Timmy, mm-hmm. where you're looking them straight into the breasts. I think if they were fifty foot tall, we'd be looking them right in the knee. Yeah, she's bone, not yeah. the fifty foot tall woman. <laughs> well, she should have been. Yeah, she it was Allison Hayes. Y'all are giving her a lot of credit. She was just a little short woman What's, who had the affair or whatever it was. She well, was a foot woman. See, when here's I, the thing. You keep stopping and starting, and it's hard to follow you, devil. And the reason yeah, I yeah, even... I'm the one. The reason I even researched this podcast, I thought she was the 50-foot woman. Yeah. I thought that... Boy, that would be a good story. Let's do a podcast on the 50-foot woman. And now you're telling well, me you she screwed the pooch on it. Next time I'll do a... You screwed the pooch. I'll do a uh, podcast on Allison Hayes next so, time. Well, I'll You go didn't ahead. do a deep dive on the research, Timmy. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, All right. So, but I tell you what, if Allison Hayes had died as cool as Yvette Vickers will die, I would have done it on her, but she didn't. She just had, like, cancer or something. Boy. She died cool. Okay. So her subsequent film roles were usually uncredited, but her career... Received a very high-profile boost when she starred opposite Paul Newman and Patricia Neal in HUD. Oh, now that was a good movie. HUD that was, was a, good, a movie. good movie. That was a real yeah. good movie, yeah. And Patricia Neal, a lot of people don't <laughs> know this, but Patricia okay. Neal, Patricia Neal played in the movie. It's the just pie. Neal. Just Neal. Yeah. Patricia Neal. Yeah. yeah. Her, just, her. just as long as we're throwing stuff out, you might as well. Okay, okay. Patricia Neal played, played in the pilot of The Waltons, Colonel. She did. She did. Yeah. And oh, John, my God. Are you kidding? John Are you Boy, joking? The Waltons? And here you go, Miss Smarty Pants. <laughs> she was Patricia O'Neill until she got to the United States and the Irish were so discriminated against that she you dropped the You are so ridiculous. O. Yeah, Here's the thing. let her be. I would totally was. believe that this was just a typo by Timmy. No, it wasn't. And I'm until, open to it being I mean, a typo by Timmy. The Irish here's being the thing. discriminated Not against the is a long, long, long. We have a long history of discriminated against the Irish. I mean, she was in the pilot for the Waltons. <laughs> yeah, and, and, I mean, are you kidding she, me? Now, and I don't want any confusion, Brandy. She did not play the role of John Boy. Although, if she wanted to identify well, as such. <laughs> We would. I mean, she we would have. We'd be okay we, with that. We'd be okay with it. But she was. Mo- she was mother. You know, the 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 mother, the Mama Walton. And she Are played. Are you kidding it. me? No, she played in that. That is the most fascinating fact I've well, ever. You know, you know what I didn't heard. like about John Boy. It's like uh, y'all settled down. His mole. You're just starting to doze off, and it's like. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like. Yeah, you doze. You know, you you get in that twilight area while you're just about to go into a good sleep, and then you have have him saying, "Good night, Edgar." It's like you know, fuck it you, John boy. Why don't you shut up? You I'm know, you here. think, or you had, know what? You, you they had eleven one. kids. You think one of them would be attractive? 
<laughs> yeah. You're in the middle of pulling one off, you know, and you're thinking about the 50-foot woman, and you're getting close, and it's like... And then John Boy's uh, mole starts and talking. And then John Boy's I know. like... It's distracting. Oh, good night, Tommy, and you're like, ah. <laughs> there wasn't a Tommy. <laughs> of course there wasn't. But, but Edgar, you know, Edgar was on there. What the fuck? Good night, Edgar. Get the, but, shut, but, shut it. But, Colonel, you, I'm, sure, I'm sure, Colonel, you've, you've rubbed one out to Mary Ellen before. Oh, who hasn't? Oh. Who hasn't? First of all, he was all about eight is enough. Let's settle down. And, and what about That's grandma what was into? You know, don't you underestimate know, I like, the mature woman, Timmy. I like Buddy. What, where was, what did Buddy play on? Christy Nickel. I had a hot for her when I was a kid. She's a lesbian. Was it eight Timmy? is enough? Well, I know she's a lesbian now. But, but she wouldn't have I, had anything to do with us, Timmy. She, she probably was then, too. Can we? Okay. She was very now. pretty, though. She still is. Yeah, but she's okay. not. Pretty. She's not. She's not pro penis. So, well, you know, she well, hasn't. She hasn't run into the where I'm getting to me. be. All right. She, well, you could. I wonder if she played softball so, and kissed her uh, teammate on home plate. And liked I have it. That fan. All right. Yeah, I have that. Fantasy. I kissed the teammate and I liked it. All right. So Yvette played Lily Peters in the movie. Stop. Uh, Lily she Peters. was supposed to have... <laughs> Lily <damn Peters>. <laughs> And she was supposed to have a much bigger part in the film, but Newman's wife, Joanne Woodward... Wait a minute, you're saying... Are you, are you saying she, she was supposed to... Have, Lily Peters was supposed to be bigger? Yeah, Peters? the Peters was supposed to be bigger in that one. <laughs> but they turned it into a small Peters. Fuckers. <laughs> much like it, his mole does. <laughs> Right as he in the midst of, but but oh, HUD was a, HUD was a major movie. Oh. I mean, you know, it, it was a big that was a big time movie. Well, and I'd like to tell you about more of it. Well, I tell really, me. really would. Yeah, All Paul right. New, Paul Newman, and All right. shut up. Okay, just shut up. Shut up and listen. As Lily Peters, regale us, devil. As Peter. Lily Peters, Yvette Lily was Peter. supposed to have a much bigger part in the film, but Newman's wife Joanne Woodward was unhappy with the couple's on-screen chemistry uh, and arranged to have most of her scenes cut before the film's release. Uh, oh, that Joanne Woodward was a powerful woman in Hollywood. Yeah, she was. Did Paul Newman, didn't, Despite, he, didn't Paul Newman sell, like, uh, organic foods or something? Yeah, he still does. Right. I mean, well, it's no, still he don't. He's His been company dead still for a long that. time. We don't sell shit. His <laughs> company still does that. Paul Newman shows up to sell you some shit. You just run because that motherfucker's been dead for ten years. It's zombie Newman. He's zombie yeah, Newman. Zombie. It's zombie. Zombie. New, zombie Newman's own salad dressing is what it is. Do not buy organic food by vampires. Vampire yeah. Newman. Yeah. Yeah. Would Hurry up, Brandy. On, people. Come on, Brandy. People waiting to hear what happens here. Despite the career setback, HUD should have led to better things. But as it transpired, major film stardom eluded Yvette. You know, I can't... From the mid-60s onward, Vickers concentrated mainly on the theater. Like many attractive blonde actresses, Vickers' personal life always attracted more attention than her performances. And her titties. She appeared frequently in Hollywood newspapers and tabloids. Her breasts is attracted more attention than her performances. Um, yeah, you know, she's 50 foot Hud, tall. I'm I never how tall understood HUD. But you know what? <laughs> Chuck, why would they make a movie? Me. Think about this. Oh, answer this for me first, Devil. Why would they think a movie would be popular 
about some big government agency. You know what I mean? It's yeah, like I don't know. Yeah. HUD. There ain't nothing yeah, exciting right. about HUD, a bunch of apartments. That's like, a bunch that's of really like, not. That's like having a movie and calling it Department of Labor. Who's going right. to go watch that? Yeah, DOL. Ooh, DOL. It's a cliffhanger. Ooh. Yeah. It is. But, now, Tom, or to, to whatever your name is, Chuck. See, you think about us Tom, about, I, I plan that Tom pulled one off in your head. I'm not you sure who Tom is. <laughs> well, Chuck, uh, tell us about her cool death. I wonder, uh, Colonel, if she's 50 foot tall. Oh, my Man, God. Nobody's what, 50 foot tall. wonder what she would be like when she had to go to the bathroom. I, that would be oh, scary. Oh, man, yeah. she. You'd have to get a special. You'd have to really find, like, valleys and stuff, you know, like a river. You'd have to take her down to the river and say, that's probably oh. like the Ohio River. Take a dump in the river. So, you yeah. know, you got a stream big enough to. That scared the catfish away, Timmy. It would. It, it, that's yeah. probably what, you know, problems we have with. Um, Pollution. That's probably uh, comes fifty from... foot woman. Yeah, taking yeah. taking a bath in there while it's that time of month, attracting oh, sharks. Oh my god! And you know she could go out into the beach even when it was that time of month. Ain't no fifty foot shark or great white shark gonna mess with a fifty foot woman. That's because that's just like a little crappie to her. Uh, you know, uh, she Brandy toss it up in the beach. Brandy, uh-huh. let me ask you this question: when you were when you were growing up, and you know you're. Your, I'm sure your mom took you aside and, and told you some, you know, talked to you about how to become a woman and all that. When you are, um, did they ever tell you not to go uh, swimming in the ocean that time of the month for fear of sharks? Well, I mean, we live in Ohio, <laughs> so usually that it wasn't an issue. Well, but I mean, you know, spring break or whatever. Uh, what about bears? No. What about no. bears? Did they worry? Did they warn you about bears? Well, again, not in you know this time we're not in Alaska. Well, I know, but you grew up in Copperline, close Kentucky. to it. Yeah, you I mean. didn't. <laughs> I did not actually. So, you know, I no, no, I didn't. But Charles, please tell us about Yvette's really By the cool, way, according to Timmy <clears throat> Death. Because I knew I'd been there before, but just passed through. Ugh. I looked up on Google Maps, and there is, in fact, a copper line, Kentucky. So once again, devil, wrong. You were you were wrong, Brady. Wrong. Admit it. Now Yvette, her third and final marriage was to actor Tom Holland, and from sixty-seven to sixty-nine, they had a lot of marital bliss. That's but, not the same guy, Brandy, that played in uh, Billy Jack. No. This is a different guy. Different oh, okay, guy, I was Different worried. Tom Holland. But yeah. like with well, the other marriages, it was rocky. He had numbers of affairs in the marriage. Yvette later claimed that he'd been emotionally abusive. See, now, I don't get that. How can you be emotionally abusive to a, f- a 50-foot woman? It's ballsy. It's a, it's a bold <laughs> move, Cotton. Because you think he made fun of her height? Yeah. You know, Made fun, yeah. told tall no, she wore she wore glasses. He called her four eyes. Oh, yeah. I never now, thought of that. Well, and she'd been married twice before, so uh, she he he called her third choice, Yvette. So anyway, with three divorces behind her, Yvette was rumored to have had affairs with Lee Marvin and Cary Grant. Ooh, Lee Marvin. Mm-hmm. He she played also, in uh, he played in uh, Captain Lou Colonel. That's a, that was that, a that's film. a classic movie. Yeah, yeah. The Rattlesnake yeah. Timmy. Uh huh. He ain't got classic. no teeth. 
Now, she also had a 15-year on-and-off relationship with Jim Hutton, who she would later describe as her best friend. Now, you know who Jim Hutton is, don't you? No. Jim Hutton, the millionaire on Gilgan's Island. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was cheating on Lovey. He, oh my God! He mean he, you mean he? Lovey wasn't uh, very lovey, I guess. No, I'll tell you what. I'd toss one in Lovey in a heartbeat, boy. <laughs> now you I'd choose show her, Lovey some loving. You would choose her well, over. I, see, I never got the whole Marianne Ginger thing when I was like, oh, Lovey in those gowns. Oh, but you oh. know, you know what else Tom Hutton played on? He wasn't he like uh, the voice of Mister Magoo? He was. He was. Uh, now, he was a big star, Brandy. So, if you had to choose, Colonel, between Lovey, Ginger, mm-hmm. and Marianne. Oh, I'm all were... over Lovey. Lovey. Because, you know, because Ginger and Marianne, you know, they've been they've been the subject of adoration. They got, you know, they take it for well, granted. But Lovey, she appreciates it. You know what yeah, I mean? Lovey. And, and she's more experienced. Lovey's grateful. And she's more experienced. She can do some things I put in my book, you know, but... Because those are things I wouldn't want Ginger to try out. She's just a novice, well, you, really. You know, Ginger. Well, you probably she's probably been spent a lot of time on the casting couch because she was a heiress. She has, she yeah. did. I yeah, mean, she was did. an actress, right? So, yeah, Marianne but, played but, that girl next door, but she was she had she was a loose moral character, Timmy. I, I can I can see that, Brandy. Can you can you see that, Brandy? <sighs> no, no, I'm I'm finding it hard to see much of anything right this second. Yeah, Marianne was better known for uh, people recognize the back of her head more than they recognize her face. Wow. She was that she was that bad. Oh, she's got those pig uh, piggy tails or whatever they're yeah. piggy tails. What are those yeah, handlebar piggy tails? They're pigtails. So anyway, from the seventies I, I, I think the captain should have been banging because he 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 actually had uh, he he was the authority there, right? I mean, he was the captain. Is he a captain when they're on the island? Because he doesn't. I think he loses ta- all his authority. I, you know, who should have been getting more than anybody was a professor. It'd be like, you bitches want me to make you some, you know, cold cream or makeup out of coconuts. You're gonna have to come back in my cabin with me and my little well, hut with me. That's that's a good point, Brandy. Yeah. It's really not. There's no point to any of this. But well, Mr. I'm Magoo, just I, 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 can, I, I wish she would have married Mr. Magoo because I think he would have been uh, a good husband for her. She, Wasn't that guy in It's a Mad, Mad, Mad World mm-hmm. too? He was. That's what I thought. Okay. Well, from Charles, the 70s, continue. she made occasional film and TV appearances. Um, she was the 50-foot woman on Mannix. Um, in that episode, <laughs> she played the 50-foot oh woman. God. On uh, um, uh, Cannon, she was in that oh, one. Her as the fifty-foot woman. Yeah, I love Cannon. He's <laughs> yeah. I love when he ran. <laughs> he yeah. ran after it. He yeah. ran after the bad guy. <laughs> yeah. Well, finally, didn't that motherfucker just end up in a wheelchair from running? <laughs> no, that was that was Ironsides. Ironsides. Okay. <laughs> that was Perry Mason. Yeah. That's right, Perry Mason. How do you end up in a wheelchair? Now, was there a World War II injury or something? Nobody I ever said it. I don't know, but they, they always, had that cool. You know, they had that custom-made van for him back. Yeah, around. But yeah, you know, you think you know, get your SSI, stay at home. <laughs> no, yeah, just leave people alone. <laughs> exactly. Just, 
Now you know what he'd have today, one of those with the stick shift things on it and everything else oh, to yeah, be driving yeah. himself around. Yeah. Um, she played in the Dead Don't Die, but she was never really able to land that serious role. The one that would showcase her acting talents, Timmy. Now she occasionally found work as a jazz singer and she played clubs in and around Los Angeles. She also worked in real estate to supplement her income. And at times now, I just want to say, Colonel, that being a fifty foot woman, she could play in clubs in and around Los Angeles. Yeah. Yeah, all at the same time. Yeah. So at times finding work was difficult and it was reported that she would have to visit soup kitchens, food pantries, just to get enough to eat. She would always appear in disguise, feeling ashamed to be in need of charity. And there were even rumors, Timmy, that she resorted to eating dog food. Oh, that's sad. But you know, yeah. how does that's she, a lot I of mean, dog food it's for hard, a it's hard. <laughs> Oh my God! And it's yeah. it's it's hard for her. I'm sure it was hard for her to come up with the disguise when she went to these food 50, pantries. Yeah, being know. a fifty foot woman. <laughs> yeah, she, I mean, she stood like, out, Brandy. No, that's not me. Oh, you yeah. fucking hyperactive monkeys! Would you please let us get through this? Well, she was Two okay. So we got we got the big paragraphs. girl eating dog food. Yeah. Um, she oh, was able to rebound in the nineties. Jobo. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's sad. That's sad. We we hope none of our listeners will ever... are eating dog I, food. Actually, dog food is pretty expensive, so I don't. I don't yeah. know. I, I, you ain't fucking oh lying, God. man. I just went out. I I went out and bought 50, a fifty pound bag of dog food for Rudy. It was forty nine dollars. That's well, a Rudy's dollar a it. pound. I, the what? food I eat is not a dollar a pound around here, Timmy. Well, does Rudy eat the same food as Bo, or does Bo eat something? Uh, they both eat the champagne of dog foods. It's some kind of pro plan, blue mole, blue hill. Or, I don't know. Yeah. But it's you know, basically, I think it's just some cheap shit that they throw the highest price tag on. That oh, they you make you the blue feel, buffalo. Yeah, the blue buffalo. Yeah. Hmm. There it is. Yeah. Now Vickers had some success as a, as a uh, Vickers had some success as a cabaret singer and a dancer. She had limited success as a uh, man, a tap dancer, a fifty foot woman tap dancer. That'd be yeah. crazy. She had limited for success as a knife thrower in the circus. That that didn't work out real well. Ooh, for, well, that's... for a partner, worked out okay for that's her, really but not, not for a partner. <laughs> Um, I can understand that. So she she tried to sing. Now, in 1990s, she paid tribute to her parents by releasing the jazz CD, A Tribute to Charlie and Maria. Mm -mm. Now, she was a dedicated animal rights campaigner, and she was active in the groups PETA and Greenpeace. Well, maybe that's why why she was eating the dog food, Colonel. That that might be. She was trying to become one with a animal, with a spirit animal. Yes, she was described yeah. as independent and kept to herself. So she was probably a serial killer too. Well, now, if a, she, if you're, 55, that's how we would describe Timmy. If you're fifty yeah. f- foot, foot tall, you know, you are kind of independent. You are. Oh my god! Now, in her later years, she became paranoid about being stalked. As a result, it is Timmy. No wonder he wanted to do this. She became increasingly reclusive in her later years. She was Norma Desmond at fifty foot. She was a larger version. She was she was Norman Desmond in scale. 
And this would contribute to the tragedy that followed. On May tragedy. 2, 2011, a neighbor visited her. On May 2? Her On May 2. May 2. Jesus, God. That's one, week, that's one week before my birthday, Colonel. It is? Mm-hmm. It is. I, you know what? I'm, it's, I'm so used to being a colonel and addressing the troops and, you know, May mm. 2. So we don't say stuff May like two. the second. We, we, we're very concise and succinct. Something yes. that wouldn't hurt are you. you. It wouldn't are hurt you, you to learn how to be, devil. Because I got an hour and five minutes worth of bullshit that would disagree with you. Well, all I know is I knew when I was supposed to start. I knew where my parts were. I'd already read my stuff. Exactly, I'm not saying Colonel. you're not you, professional, but I'm saying you, you are professional. professional. You are yeah. professional, Colonel. And, so, and this woman, she deserves much better than this, Brandy. She was an actress. <laughs> she was a human being. She was 50 foot tall, but she was still a human being. And she deserves us to take this more seriously. Now, you know, by this time, those boobs were sagging bad. Could you imagine the oh, effect God. the gravity oh. has on your boobs oh. when you're 50 and foot tall? the cellulite. The oh, cellulite. yeah. Oh. Yeah, you could lose a man no. in that shit. Just Thank like, you just be walking across for all of that respect like, ah! that you're showing this poor woman. <laughs> ah! All the respect you're showing this poor woman. Yeah, it looked like just a big, look like the moon, really. Yeah. Craters in there. What? Oh, my God. Well, she became paranoid about being stalked, so she became reclusive. So you, you're now, saying a rogue. She is Timmy. You, you were saying, Colonel, How are you not hearing this? You're saying. How are you not seeing this? This is Timmy in, like, Two months, Colonel. This is Timmy. Yes. You're saying that that you know you could they would probably send up a rover to land on her. Actually, just... yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh. Well, because by this time, you know, and and I'm not saying now we got a we got a 50 foot woman. You know, she's up there in years, so she's you know hanging a three. In, the she's hanging a three foot peck on her by now. That tramp stamp isn't looking too good right now. <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's not. You can read it from the from the space shuttle. <laughs> so, uh, but anyway, neighbors visited her, run down Beverly Hills home, and after pushing through a mountain of unopened fan mail, bills, letters, they found the mummified corpse of the 74-year-old actress who was lying next to a heater that was still running. Now, props... Uh. I'm going to say this. Props to the heater manufacturer because it ran for two years and didn't burn down the house. So she was, she, they found her dead and she'd been there for two years? Uh, they think roughly Timmy. about two years. Wow. Foul Imagine play was that. not suspected. Wait a minute. No, wait, wait, wait. I don't think they do think that. Well, I think it was a year, but, but still. I think it was a year. Yeah. But still, Chuck. It's, it still is not going to smell very good. She'd been dead. Well, it's not going to well, smell that she's bad mummified. because now she's mummified. Oh. Yeah. The house had fallen strangely into disrepair, and peculiarly, the mailbox was filled with letters because her dead ass wasn't coming out and getting them. The postman did not sense anything was wrong. He did not ring twice, Brandon. Yeah. He is astute. <laughs> That's one of my... Oh, Timmy, you just gave me a little bit of a chub thinking about Jessica Lang oh. and the postman rings twice. Yeah. Jessica Lang. Jesus Listeners, I, I, I apologize, but I am... Uh, like three more sentences. I apologize, but I'm wrapping this up. one up with kind of a, a Bring wee it bit of a woody here, thinking about Jessica Lang. 
Well, you know what? She Jessica Lange was attractive, and she wasn't fifty foot tall. No, she was only five seven. Only five seven. American Horror Story. She loses one of her legs. I don't. That should really get your motor humming. I I don't know know how Yvette Vickers, a fifty foot woman, goes unnoticed for a year after she's died. She's dead. Well, she didn't make a lot of noise. She didn't draw a lot of attention to herself. So, I mean, it wasn't like she she was having loud parties when she was dead. What happened when she fell? I mean, I'm sure that. She (laughs) stayed down, and nobody thought to do a wellness check on her, and it's a very tragic story. The end. Thank you, everyone. And then they had to make, I mean, do you, can you. you just imagine the kind of hole they had to dig for that? They had to get backhoes in there for just for a long time. Chuck. Yeah. Well, you know, the Chuck. thing is, she should add her own reality show. You know, like My 600-Pound yeah. Life. Exactly. You know, my 50-foot yeah. life. You know what? Yeah. We want to thank all of our listeners. Tim, please finish that up. We would See, like to thank all of thank our all listeners. Of and I would, we uh, before we get into the Patreon list, I, wanted, I don't think we update. I don't have it updated yet, but... Uh, Buffy and our good friend Jody Wells, thank you for supporting us on Patreon. If you would like to support us on Patreon, just go to uh, patreon dot uh, patreon dot com slash history dreams, where you can give a little, you can give a lot, or a kernel, or just a wee little bit to me. You know, I was just thinking about this to me. I don't oh. think that I would want to take on a fifty foot woman because the scream that I would elicit from that woman, Timmy, can you would can just you be, think? Would just Can you be thank horror. our you Patreon know what I mean? supporters. Could you imagine what that would be like? It would be blood curling. Could you do right? it? Uh, it would be, yes, it would be terrible. It would be awful. Can you thank our Patreon people, please? Do you have to pee please. or something? We, you know, we don't yeah. have to pay more to, for a longer podcast. Yeah, it, it's, we it's, try to give our listeners, this is, and their dreary little lives, they have what? nothing else going on in their life they don't have this podcast. Right. And we're trying so please, to brighten their let's day. Let's thank our Patreon supporters. Are you trying to knock please. one off with Dave here early in the morning? Are we keeping you from being sexually fulfilled? I just want to go. Double. I just, I just want to go to the grocery and I've kept get on many, with my dad, Colonel. I've eat kept a little lunch. I've kept <laughs> many women from being sexually <laughs> fulfilled, Colonel. It's a talent, Timmy. It it's is. A talent. Yeah. It is. Okay. All right. Let's start with Louise Siddons, Tessie Poor, Kate Byer. Danielle Townsend, Marianne McKnight, Adam McWaters, Elaine Baker, Alexandra, Ali, Alicia Mincy, the Already Gone Podcast, Amanda Christine, Amber Anderson, Amber Scoville, Anna Gerline, Andrea Odell, Andrew Frazier, Angelo Santos, Angelo C- Villafane, Anna Garrett, Annette Petray. Colonel, Timmy. Colonel, Colonel. Yes, sir. One second. One second. We want to congratulate. The one of our longtime yes. Oh, listeners. Oh yes, yes, yes. The lovely Kasha. She got married uh, yesterday, I think. Congratulations, Kasha. We love you. Thank you for being with us all these years. But continue. Yes. Bro. Okay. Ana, Becky Trina, Ben, Durbovich, Brandy McBride. He likes how you pronounce his name. Ben, bend over, bitch. Brandy McBride, Bridget I think, Bernard. I think Ben would like a fifty-foot woman. Yeah, you know he would. Mm. You know he Who would. Who wouldn't really? Um, Who wouldn't really? Brittany Martin and me and Kelly Kelly Jones, Kelly Jones, Kelly Jones, Kelly Jones. He had a lisp in that song. You're missing that devil. 
Christy Lee in Canadian no. True Crime. Did you Carl, did you did you uh, mention Boomer? Yeah, I'm not Boomer. Sure. Oh, okay, Boomer. Okay. Carl Aspen, Carol Elise, Charlie from Crime Lines, Cheryl LeBlanc, Chris Lane, Chrissy Howard, Cindy Clark, and Diane Trowbridge, of course. The Comeback Podcast, Daniel Bissett, Diane Student from uh, Just History Podcast, right, Timmy? No, she's uh, from uh, History Goes Bump. History Goes Bump. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. I'm sorry. Erica Kinney, Aaron Turner, Fiona Crisp, Gina Green, John Payne, Jahara Lopez, Jamie Dent, Iroh, Jason Dykes, Jeff, and Don Chestnut. Oh, Jennifer. I bet Jeff in it, when he, in his single days, I bet he would have dated a fifty foot woman. He could have handled her because he, he he's tall. Her. He's tall. He's very tall, but he ain't fifty foot tall. No. Jess Watford, Jennifer Svoboda, Jessica Greeno, Julia Rodriguez, Karen Bonds, Kelly Charette, Kim Stroop, Kim Stroop, who's always lovely to see on the page. Kimberly Smith, checking with us. We haven't heard from you in a while. Christine Malachinsky. Hold on, Timmy. We got a long list. Taking a drink of water here. Okay. All right. My instrument is refreshed here, Timmy. Laura O'Reilly, Lydia Wasson Fisher, Maja Marsha Boris, Mark, Marie Marquia Smith, Mary Courtney Sheldon, Melissa Montoya, Michelle Johns, Miss Dex, Mrs. Colonel. She's coming um, to DweebCon this year. I'm excited about that. Yes, she is. One of our own Buckeyes, Paula Kimes. The Pleasing Terrors podcast. Spy Stories My. podcast, Timmy. You know what? I'm going to take the Pleasing Terrors tour in Charleston when I'm down there this week. Oh, that with sounds Mike, cool. With Mike Brown, yeah. Yeah, it should be good. Robert Gerard. He, he does a ghost tour, and it, and it is, like, really, really... Charleston's well a creepy place anyway. It's like New Orleans, so... Yeah. Um, Ron Montessario... Keith Whitfield, Sarah Bloom, Charlene, Shannon Arnold, Shirley Strap, of course, Stephen Alsop, Stephen Potts, Terry Stratford, The Vanish Podcast, They Walk Among Us, Rose, Rosanna and Ben, Tyrone, Todd Long, Tommy Lane is in my ears. Okay. The Mystery Woman, Leanne Flanagan, who you will be with all week this week, Timmy. Yes. Gather up some clues for me, Timmy. Just shoot me some clues now and again. Okay, Colonel. I may have to do that in code. So That's okay. Do it in code. I can break it. Okay. Vive, but then she'll break it, and she'll find out you send in code and kill you. So well, maybe not. Well, no, I've learned quite a few tricks from listening uh, from listening to your other podcast. Spy Colonel. stories? Yeah. Spy stories with you and Karen Michelle. So I've learned some tricks. I, we're, you know, we're going to have... have Miss Leanne on there one day and oh. find out exactly what she does. Jen Lee, Alan Cox, Whitney James, the most dangerous dog in podcasting, Rudy, and Cur- our the minute, queen Colonel. of all dweebs. Yeah. When when is when is Bo going to be a Patreon supporter? Um I, I believe you know what I'm gonna get him down here and get him on the computer. He's he's you know I'm gonna make a video of him. Last night I had a cheese puff. Uh-huh. I had him on his back paws for a good sixty seconds, just coming after the cheese puff. 
Well, you the need dog to get with that the stupid dog ass can basically on. <laughs> the dog can basically just walk on his hind legs to get he anywhere quite, he wants. He has quite the wardrobe, Colonel. Do you know what? Now this is no lie. You know what that that little sweater in that picture is? Uh-uh. I was just at a thrift store and bought a onesie and cut off the bottom of it. That's okay, how you well, dress he, a he little looked, dog on on a on, well, a, he looked, on a budget. He, well, he looks very. He looked look very quite dapper. dapper. Very yeah. dapper. Oh, he's a dapper little dog. All right, and the queen of all dweebs, Timmy, Dottie Scott. Yes, thank, thank you, Dottie. Mom. No one, only one person died in this. So sorry yeah, about that. But it was a fifty-foot person, so <laughs> that was. should count for something. Brandy, your final yeah. thoughts on the fifty-foot woman, Yvette Vickers. You two are fucking idiots. That's my final thought for the whole fucking week. All right. Thank you all for joining us. And we'll yeah. see We'll see you next time on History Dweebs. Bye, everyone. Good day. Bye-bye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up Quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's Quince.com slash upgrade. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 